0: Hi folks, Steve here. Uh, This is Larry actually giving a talk at King's University uh, for a celebration of folks that have been recognized for 25 years of service. So a monumentous thing. But what Larry does is really, really cool here is he actually draws in the Book of Acts to think, to have us think through that there's a 25 year history to the Book of Acts. We tend to think of it as something that happened in weeks. Larry emphasizes to us that it actually happened over years. I hope you really enjoy this. I know I really enjoyed this content when he shared it with me. and just thought it was too good not to share it with our wider audience. So sit back and enjoy Larry's uh, honoring of these folks and their service to King's University.
1: So I wanna talk about the book of Acts. Uh, Luke Acts, if you're a purist, uh, you know that incredible stuff happened in the book of Acts. Starts with the promise of the Holy Spirit the gospel is going to go forth right in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost parts of the earth. You get the chapter 2 that we Pentecostals love. The, coming of the, the tongues come down. They go out and they speak to the diaspora and all, all, everybody's language. You know, uh, gift of hearing. If you don't like it to be a gift of speaking, if you're afraid of that, you can say it's hearing. Beyond that, what happens? Peter speaks. Peter speaks. A whole bunch of people come to Christ. What, 3,000 come to Christ after Peter speaks? After that, um, Peter heals a lame man. After that, Ananias and Sapphira. Do you remember Ananias and Sapphira? They, they decide to uh, cheat on their, uh, on their income tax. I just got my income tax back. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't move from the north to Alberta and then check your income tax. It's, it's a scary, scary thing. They cheated. They lied about, about the giving. Do you remember that? And they both died. Peter said, you know, you lied. You're going to die. And they die. And the youth group takes them out and buries them. As a, as a fundraising activity, I imagine. <clears throat> right? So then you go beyond that. Now I've got to look at my notes because I'm lost, completely lost. Right? And then you get Stephen. Stephen, Stephen is from the diaspora. He was a, he was a Greek uh, Christian. And that's how come he was so sharp in what he saw. And he preached that sermon. It's not a very interesting sermon in chapter 7, but he had them in the palm of his hand. And then he criticized them and they, and they killed him. Right? And Paul was there for the death. And then Philip, one of the seven deacons that they had chosen, he goes off and he preaches. He finds that Ethiopian. By the way, very stringent requirement on being an administrator in those days. You can can go back and read that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so the Ethiopian comes to Christ. Right. Then Peter ends up in jail. Peter ends up in jail. I love this. The whole church is praying for him. Everybody is praying for him. The angel comes, has to kick him to wake him up carries him out of the jail or walks him out of the jail he gets outside realizes where he is he goes to the house the servant girl says to the church hey i think it's peter at the door and the whole church that's been praying for him says no not a chance he's dead it must be his angel right very bad theology by the way if you can have bad theology in the bible um that that would be bad stuff and all of these miracles keep happening, right? All the way through the book of Acts, there's miracles. There's pressures from without and pressures from within. And every time somebody, somebody solves the problem and the church grows, the gospel goes forth. And then the whole second half of the book is Paul, right? You know, Peter's the first half. Remember when Jesus said to Peter, I'll build my church on you? And he really does in the book of Acts. And then Paul is the whole second half of that. And there's so much stuff going on in the book of Acts That in the 1980s and the 1990s, preachers started saying, we have to have churches like the Book of Acts. We need to be like Acts. This is the rise of Vineyard. They started about 1982. Kenneth, somebody started it, but John Wimber is the guy everybody knows. They started praying for people, people getting healed. Um, If you don't believe in that, um, if you're a cessationist, then just very cool stuff was happening. Uh, (laughs) You know, later on. And, um, and so all of this happens, and, and people said, we have to have churches like that. And then some smart person in the room, I was, I was hoping um, Stephen would stand up and say, you know, Larry, that happened in a period of a quarter of a century. It didn't happen in three weeks. Because we read it like it happened in three weeks. But it happened over, over somebody's, well, somebody's lifetime, hopefully, hopefully not, but, um, but in that period of time. And we look at our guys and we say we're, we're supporting what? 5, 10, 15, sounds like a song about a Red Baron. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years of service. And I wonder if we talked to them and said, look back over your last 25 years at King's or your 10 years at King's and, and recount the wonderful things that God has done. It may start to sound a little more like the book of Acts. Father, we pray for these that have given this portion of their life to kings, that have chosen this ministry. And we, we thank you for the work they've done. And Lord, we also pray that you will bless the food that we're about to eat. Amen.